1: Hello and welcome to the Haunted Estate here with your host. Yep, that's me, Selena Myers. I hope you are all having a fantastic week and welcome to Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? I was about to say hump day. We all know I have no idea what's going on most of the time. All I know is that I'm in Canada and today it is minus five, which. I don't know majority of you are in the u s You guys run on a different scale, but tomorrow we're going to be in the plus, which is like five degrees, so everything is going to melt, and that I am excited for. I usually love winter, the coldness, the staying in, the snuggling up with some hot chocolate, the fact that I can put on a couple pounds, and no one will notice ha Everyone notices, don't they? anyways, I am ready for summer. I am ready to drive my hearse around. I'm ready to go on cemetery walks. I am excited. I want to know what you like to do. I'm going to post a couple questions at the Haunted Estate there on Facebook. Also, good news, I am working on a new website. This will be a bit more interactive. I want to link up a form where we can all talk, because our audience has been growing, 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 and that is fantastic. I also have some really cool stuff to share with you guys. We do have a writer story in tonight that came in via email. One or two of those, but... First, I want to tell you about something pretty cool. I followed that YouTube trend that all the YouTubers have been doing, and I bought a haunted mystery box. Yeah, so not a normal mystery box off eBay, a haunted mystery box. And in the video, I didn't go in too deep about the entire uh, situation but i thought i could hear you guys will find it interesting um if you would like to actually watch that video it is almost half an hour long you can find it on youtube um i think it's just selena myers or the facebook page which is where we've got the majority of our views that is the haunted estate on facebook that is a really cool video. It was it was so much fun to film. So here's the weird, the weird story behind all this mystery box. So I had first seen this box in 2017, like mid, like summer. And I knew that they were getting bit up like crazy. And this was the only one that was kind of hanging around. The guy really didn't have any seller information or anything like that. But I really thought it would be gone. So when I finally clicked and I read the ad, it was really interesting to kind of uh, see where this was heading. He wanted an email, describe yourself. He didn't want it to go to a certain person. Money wasn't an option, that kind of thing. So I sent him a message. I let him know I had a podcast. I, I let him know all the things I was into and how I'd really like to take on the haunted items, even though we know that I will preach to anyone and everyone not to buy haunted creepy stuff. It is never good to open a can of worms that you can't close and I, even though I do what I do and I've done what I've done and I've seen what I've seen, I still am weary to buy this kind of stuff, bring that kind of stuff into my home because I've seen you know, what's gone on. If you, (laughs) there's a lot of stories. I'm thinking about putting out another book. Um, we actually have a wonderful woman from the haunted estate who reached out, who is going to edit the book. Um, I haven't written her back as of yet. Um, she's wonderful. I'm trying to pick up her name right now so I can grab that. I know it, but I forgot. Lynette Gilbert. So Lynette Gilbert, I'm going to be signing off that book today to see if she would like to play around where she can get with the current book. I'm also designing another cover for that book and then I'm going to be starting up on my next one. I want to bring you guys so many cool stories. I've been up to a lot as of lately in the paranormal world but let's first talk about this haunted mystery box. So I did send the guy the details on myself and he thought that I would be a really good fit. So, he sent me this box, which ended up being full of haunted items, as noted. Duh. Um, there was Jane Doe items. There was, mur- like, obviously murder. There was serial killer items. There was family heirlooms. Two that I'll talk about right now. You will have to go to the video to hear about the rest. <laughs> Two that did happen was there was um Elizabeth, who... Was a handed down ghost, kind of. It was a woman in her 20s who was due to get married, but she did pass away, um, just of natural causes two days before the wedding. And, uh, her sister had taken her wedding corset and stuff like that, and she, uh, kept them. And and, and Elizabeth has just kind of been seen around. And for me, I didn't bring a lot of the items in the house. I kind of want to bring them in one by one to see what would happen. And, uh, I have seen Elizabeth. I have seen her um, in my house twice. Uh, There's a big story behind that. She's just seen at windows and stuff in the morning and in the evenings. And I've seen her both times. It's been about um, 6.30 in the morning, just kind of right when the sun's getting up, that kind of thing like that. And then the other item is the Jane Doe, who I ended up talking to the man. Her name is Sarah. I'm not going to disclose her last name just for uh, just in the weird off case that a family member or something like that would uh, be upset with that if it came across or anything like that. But uh, she's known to kind of walk the property and I just... I didn't really feel anything from the item or anything like that, but uh, I got up early one morning and I let my dogs out and I just kind of saw a woman pass by my garage and I didn't didn't think anything of it because we do have neighbors (laughs) and they do have people over sometimes, but it was early, but the one thing that caught me was a neighbor who asked who she was and described what she looked like, so that was kind of a cool thing kind of verified like that. But I think you guys will really enjoy the video. Go check it out. I'm also putting up another one soon, which is weird, spooky, odd stuff I never should have bought. <laughs> featuring some of the items out of the box and also featuring possibly some mannequins and things along uh, along that line there, because uh that's my life. Anyways, let's jump into our first written-in story. And uh let me just find that because guess who guess who's never prepared? Me okay this story comes from steve hello my name is steve and i just wanted to share my story it all started about 15 years ago in december of 2002 i was in high school a normal boy with a fairly normal life i had been on the phone for almost all of the evening leading up to my first odd experience with a girl named amy who lived in the next town over we were very different which is probably why we bonded so well Her father was a pastor, and having met me at a local dance put on by the youth gymnasium, I felt it was her spiritual duty to explain her faith and answer some questions I had about religion. I was going through a little bit of an exploration myself, down a path I was neither prepared for or experienced enough to handle. After getting off the phone, I went to bed. I have always slept on my back with my arms folded on my chest and my feet folded right over left since a young child. As I lay in this position, I heard something moving in the closet. I turned my head, and as I did, my neck snapped back to looking at the ceiling, like someone had grabbed both sides of my face and was forcing me to stare at them. At the same time, I felt the bed sink as if a massive weight had climbed onto it. My feet were yanked and my arms torn down to my sides. I opened my mouth to cry out for help and I heard a voice. Shh. It went. It went on for what felt like ten seconds. I could no longer make a sound. I then felt a set of hands grip around my throat. The binding on my legs and arms also felt like a set of hands. It was at this moment I thought that I was being robbed, and I was about to be killed by several large men in my bedroom. After three minutes of this, something happened. My mother, who hadn't entered my room in several years, inexplicably reached my bedroom door and flipped on the light. That's when I saw it for the first time. Stretched out, it's approximately 10 to 12 feet high. Long dog-like snout with six rows of eyes, six limbs, each with hands dark charcoal in color and skin that resembled pumice stone. As the light came on, it dashed for the closet and disappeared.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs
1: My mother never explained why she turned on the light, and until recently, denied ever seeing anything. She gave me a similar description, but added that she had seen a tail that appeared short and knobby like a bullwhip. Needless to say, I slept on the couch that night. The next morning in computer class, I sent Amy an email, our only way of communicating at school, explaining what had happened. She didn't respond, which was odd. When I arrived home from school that afternoon, I had three messages on the answering machine from her. I called her house. Her mother answered and said Amy wasn't there, but she would have her call me back. Amy called me from the hospital later that night. She had been admitted due to a concussion she suffered the night before, and no one would believe her how it happened. She had been laying in bed reading a book, when she said she saw a large hand come out of the ceiling and tossed her into the wall next to her closet. The doctors and her parents said she had hit her head on the nightstand, which was 15 feet from the wall where they found her. I can't directly attest to what happened to her, and after we both had told each other our stories, we never spoke again. So I have no idea what happened to her. Since that night, I've seen this thing on three other occasions, once in December of 2017, again July of 2014, and again of October October 2017. I've spent a good portion of my adult life trying to make sense of the matter, and I have a name which I refuse to share due to the nature of its origin. This is also the first time I've told this story, mainly because of the gravity of it and the fact that I assumed no one would ever take me seriously. Thank you for reading this. If I missed any details, don't hesitate to follow up with me. Would love to elaborate. If any further needed, kind regards, Steve. Well, first, Steve, thank you so much for writing in. That is really important. I want to say... First, wow. The, the description actually had me kind of take off my headphones and like take a little look ski around the room because I got the goosebumps. No matter what kind of, I've heard some crazy stories. Um, By crazy, I don't mean like not true. I mean crazy like whoa. Uh, first, you're here at the haunted Estate. You will always be believed. There are things in this world that there just is no description for. There just, there is no answer for because there are things in this world that no one has started to understand there are so many people with shared experiences there are so many people with their own experiences that they don't even talk about because they're like how could this even start to be real do you know what i mean you know what i mean i too have had very strange things where i've been through it i went through it with people and i still am like no that didn't happen that couldn't have been real do you know what I mean? It's it's cool the timing of when it comes through. And you should definitely keep note of every time you do see this creature. And see if some kind of pattern does evolve. Maybe research the dates in historical kind of way. For me, with the way that it looks, the way that it acts, it kind of seems like a obviously demonic entity. Especially if you did have something kind of attached to you and you were getting attached to somebody who was possibly very religious, if it was afraid of anything happening to it, it could have sent a message through you and through her as a kind of cut this off. <laughs> there, there's a, There's a lot to the saying, we all have our own demons and sometimes that's a little bit more than, you know, substance abuse or anything like that. I also believe that There are energies that cling to people, and sometimes that's all that they are, and they sometimes take on your biggest fear of an image to really come across to you to get noticed. So I want you to know that I really appreciate your story, and I hope you write in again next time that you do see this creature. I'm sorry that you had to go through that. I'm sorry you don't hear from your friend anymore, but... That was definitely a really cool story to share, and I super, super appreciate it. Don't forget, guys, if you want to tell your story, you can email me at selena at Find the contact form at thehauntedestate.com. You can call and record your call for us to listen to at one 877 260 Two eight. Ooh, is there any other ways? I think that's about all we got. One of those should work for you. But yes, don't forget, when you do call, it is toll-free. It goes to a recorder, so you do not need to worry about having to talk to anyone. I will just come on and say, hey, thanks for calling. Leave your story. <laughs> Today, I'm actually sitting up am going to record a bunch of episodes. I want to have an upload schedule of Tuesdays and Thursdays. I think that is going to work best for me. I also want to know what you guys want from me what you guys want to hear from me so i'm gonna post again on the facebook page the haunted estate podcast let me know i also go live a lot um so follow that we have fun we talk it's a great time all right let's move on to something else spooky folks Next up, we have another written-in story coming from Jules. Hey, Selena, there is an old building in my hometown that has harbored many spirits over its lifetime and has inspired a story in me. Ooh, I love short stories. Send them all to me. Okay. It was December 2012. Julianne was the first to arrive for the investigation in front of the old Rail Town School, for most of the exciting thus far, of the many routine adventures that she and her cousins had gotten a thrill out of planning together. Such outings were typically seasonal, as all four of the girls had jobs and classes that routinely called them back to real life. But this Christmas, Julianne's favorite building beckoned her with its quiet yet strong voice that she could hear clear across the town. She would often find herself looking in the direction of the building that was far too far away to see, and wonder if the spirits were looking back, picturing what was happening inside each nook and cranny of the building at that very moment the old auditorium balcony that had been dry-walled over and made into an attic, the old student lockers that had once contained treasures of young souls that had daily brushed through those halls, carrying open minds with which only the innocent can relate. Julianne sat upstairs on the second floor, waiting for the last group of the evening evening to close out their meeting downstairs so she and her cousins could begin their investigation with a quiet building she considered how she found herself sitting alone in a very haunted hallway and not feeling any fear of what might lie ahead julienne was often at war with herself over whether to be determined or fascinated fascinated or afraid in her investigations of the paranormal Her three cousins arrived right on time as the building's new owner, Chuck, and the old friend of the family also entered to clear, secure, and prepare the building for the girls to spend the night there. He gave a safety speech about transients, old stairs, plumbing and renovation products, cluttering the space, etc., and then took his leave. The girls always started out their adventures with a meal, so they sat in a circle, massacring a pizza and some off-brand cola to fuel up for the excitement that lay ahead. As Becca, Chrissy, and Liz listened, Julian told them the most hauntingly influential story that the building that the town had ever known. The massive student funeral of 1954. It was November 1954. A local group of five teens were returning home from a social gathering when their borrowed Ford Country Squire wagon was severely struck by a very large truck, instantly killing everyone in the car. The shocked town quietly buzzed about how the funeral services would be planned. You see, back then there wasn't any place in town that could manage five separate funeral, five separate funeral services, nor there were a venue large enough to accommodate a funeral for five people at once, except for one building, Railtown School. So, the decision was made to invite the entire town for the service, for all five at once. So, the decision was made to invite the whole town to the service, for all five at once. The school auditorium was filled to capacity with family, friends, neighbors, and outside the school were hundreds of community members who came to pay their respects. After the unbearable service was over, a teenage girl named Jeannie, a student at Railtown, made her way to her best friend Juniper's locker, a trip she routinely made to slip little gifts and notes, candy, or pictures of the beautiful James Dean or Elvis Presley. On this day, she placed a rather simple item in her friend's locker without explanation to witnesses standing by. She whispered into the locker, basement i'll do what we talked about with that with that she used the energy left in her body to slump out of the building and into the arms of her parents who were still in shock from that week's events and at the same time grateful for their own child's presence furthermore It was the events that transpired in the years to come at Railtown School that left the student body and faculty in a disabling fear that would not be soon forgotten. There were regular reports of boys on the football and basketball team or were terrified of the basement but didn't like to discuss why. But every now and then they trusted you enough they would share one experience the most common one shared was that of an image of a girl seen through the basement window across the courtyard on the other side peering into the basement window with a telescope followed with the close number two which was the whispering voice that jolted athletes only in moments when they were alone in the basement And if you've never seen a big, strong football player run screaming out of a room in terror of a little girl's voice, you have not experienced the energy that resides in this building. A few brave souls have charged the room across the courtyard a number of times to catch the telescope spy red-handed, but only to find the room empty and the image of the girl disappeared as soon as they entered. With this, Julianne packed a photograph out of her locker. She had been holding open for a few seconds a black and white snapshot of what appeared to be a teenage girl standing in the basement window next to a telescope. Ladies, are you brave? To be continued thank you for reading the first part of my story if you think it is worth sharing and would like to hear more please let me know jules yes jules i would love the next installment and i cannot wait please send that in asap it would be greatly appreciated i really love when people do take their insides their inspirations and write them down and share them with the world there is nothing more beautiful than a shared collective so guys if you guys want to write your own stories please also send those in i would love to read them and i am now obsessed with jules story so jules pretty please i would appreciate oh I love stories. Anyways, I want to tell you guys something else weird that's happened. I haven't been on in a bit, but I really want to make the upload schedule, as I said, Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's something I can really stick to, to be completely honest. Um,. I'm not sure, like, I know I have a lot planned for this podcast. I'm still not sure in the direction I want to go. All I know is that we are picking up a lot of listeners all the time, and I just want to keep you guys active, and I want to keep you guys listening and coming back for more. So make sure to tune in the Haunted estates. Check around for episodes. I'm not too reliable. Have a great day, guys, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know that it's truly been one of my favorites.